You're listening to Titans of the Trades. I'm your host, Ryan England, author of Hire Better People Faster and creator of the Corfit Hiring System, a proven process to help growing companies attract and retain only the best. I'm on a mission to revolutionize the perception of the trades and elevate it to new heights. After growing up in a blue collar family, my passion for making the trades cool again runs deep. If you're a Titan in the industry and want to be on my show, stick around until the end and I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. The focus on what we're trying to do in the blue collar industry, I've always said, man, as far as we're recruiting and hiring, we need a funnel with a wide and big top and a narrow bottom so we can bring the best people on the team and Prior to joining you and your team, gosh, it was just like, well, let's give them little resumes. But joining your team and your process, it's all there. It's built in. It's like, okay, how do we attract the people that we want? What are the things that we can put in place? How can we systematize it? This is a different episode format than we usually do. In fact, today, I am super excited to let everyone here know, I am now bringing on clients who have been running on the CoreFit hiring system for a while, and we're talking about what they're doing at their company, what makes them different, why they're such a great fit for us, and we're such a great fit for them. But I want you to hear not just what we're doing in implementing our system, but to really hear from these leaders on what it's like to be a part of this company, where the companies are going, why they're so different, why they're making an impact in their community. And today's guest, we've been working with for just over a year, Ryan Schmidt with Petty Coach Schmidt. They are a heavy civil contractor down in Florida. He's got a great story and an amazing vision for where the company is going. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the show. So excited to have you here. We've been working together for a while now, and so I've been really looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, I'm glad to be on this podcast. Tell everybody a little bit about Petticoat Schmidt, who you are, what you do, who you do it for, where you're located. Get our listeners up to speed. Yeah, so we are a heavy civil construction firm. We self-perform site development projects public works projects, which includes roadway and water and sewer projects, and then uh, water and wastewater treatment plant uh, projects. We had uh, about 210 people, like I said, a self-performing contractor. We work largely in the Northeast Florida area, but we will travel into the Georgia and Central and West Florida markets for certain projects as well, too. We are going to be celebrating 16 years in business this October, and we'll talk a lot more, I'm sure, during the podcast about who we are culturally, but that's kind of who we are in the brick and mortar of it, so to speak. And you guys are taking on some really cool projects right now, some big projects. You guys are growing rapidly. Just lots of great things happen up there in Northern Florida. Let's talk for a minute about Petticoat Schmidt. So we, we know that you're a heavy civil contractor. You do a ton of stuff with dirt and pipes and like really cool big projects. But tell me about the company a little bit. Where is it that Petticoat Schmidt's going? What's your vision for Petticoat Schmidt? The vision for Petticoat Schmidt is to build something unique in our industry. There's a lot of people out there who can go low pipe or move dirt or build plant projects. But we're very specific about being a people-first company that is building a, a unique 
culture that is given everyone the opportunity to work in a great environment and grow and develop as individuals and then go build great projects. We're really about going and trying to find the best people, but then putting them in an environment where they have the best opportunity to, to grow and develop as individuals. We've partnered with multiple people, one in particular that's an online training platform that allows everyone across the company to train and grow. We've got a full-time training and development manager that this person wakes up and goes to bed thinking about the growth and development of every single team member. And then we've got an open book environment where everyone knows the numbers of the, the company. And I say everyone, we have a meeting every Monday afternoon called the best meeting of the week where we do a forecast and we've got 60 to 70 people on that call and they can see what our anticipated revenue gross profit, net profit, and incentive pool is going to be each and every Monday. We'll update that real time. So everyone knows how they fit in and we share the profits of the company. So our ability to train and get people up to speed of how this company works is a big piece on and making everyone feel like they're part of something bigger. They're not just laying pipe. They're not just doing accounting or safety or survey. They're building a great company and in turn, they're going to have a great opportunity to reap the rewards financially, financially, but also just emotionally. When I say emotionally, we're a couple where people like working here that we will set big goals and try to achieve big goals and then we celebrate those goals. We enjoy being with each other. We, we have an act breakfast every other Friday morning where we all get together as a company. We have breakfast and we talk about wins and celebrate birthdays and anniversaries and just some of the highlights of what's going on as a company. And I'm very engaged with the entire company as the CEO. I'm the visionary and I'm responsible for culture. Uh, not that it's just me, we all are, but I spend a lot of my time just getting out in the field and meeting with our crews and asking what's going on good with the company. Mm. What can we do better uh, a year from now? What do you have to do to be successful for sitting down and uh, having biscuits on the tailgate uh, a year from now? And, or it could be small groups within the office, like project engineers, accounting staff, all throughout the company. And so we never lose that connectivity through the entire company of you know where we're going where we're doing good and where we're struggling and, and how it can get better. And I think that creates an environment where people who value that, they feel very aligned and they're very excited and really enjoy working here. That's so great. And, you know, I hear you, everything you just said, I just had this word picture of transparency. So often I talk to company owners and leaders and they're afraid to share with the field. They're afraid to share with they're people because they're afraid of what might happen or what people might think. And you really are creating this opportunity for everybody to have control over their outcomes and their future by being transparent and letting them know the health of the company and letting them know that they make an impact and that their work that they do isn't just about building things. It's about creating opportunity and a future for themselves. Correct. Yeah, we we want everyone to take their career exactly where they want to take it and give them a roadmap on how to do that and providing the tools and the skill sets to grow, whether it's technically in their craft 
or making that transition to leadership. We've got a, a leadership uh, training program where we take our younger leaders and t- give them the skill sets and education so they become stronger, better, and more inf- influential leaders. And then they know that, man, I, it's all in my hands. And, and we make it, to your point, very transparent. Evaluate, and we see who's taking the initiative to do some of these things. Because not only is our training somewhat mandatory in certain positions like safety and some of the things that we do, but a lot of it we leave up to the individual. Like, hey, you could do as much or as little as you want on this voluntary stuff. And where we see people really showing the initiative, when they're pouring into themselves, we pour into them and tell them, oh, like, you create value for the company by creating value in yourself. And then that's by growing and developing. And the more you provide value, the more you earn. And we want people to earn a lot here. Because if people are doing well individually, we're going to do well collectively as a company. And so we want to do that in an environment where people, they realize that, man, we are valued here. This company is set up to value people. And when people feel that way, I find that they're even more committed to develop themselves personally. Because we also do stuff that's outside of the company. In fact, uh, just a couple of days ago, late last week, we had a personal finance training. We, we were brought in a professional personal finance training company. And, uh, you know, got people have opportunities and we're going through a multi-week training class and it's all about personal finances because we know that if people feel comfortable and secure at home with those type of things they're going to feel better when they come to work and they're not worrying about that stuff while they're at work so it helps you know them personally but also i think it shows up in their work lives i love that because i think too often we forget that when we hire somebody we don't just get an employee we get their personal lives their hopes their dreams their passions even the yucky stuff that's going on in their lives. Like we deal with that, some of that too. And so the fact that you're pouring into people personally and helping them at home. Yeah, that, that, that makes so much sense to me. And then I also know too, you'd mentioned it briefly, the incentive pool, but you really do put your money where your mouth is. You really want people to share in the rewards that the company is getting because of everybody's efforts. And I know you have a few different ways of doing that. And I just think it's so great that you actually commit to that on a regular basis. Yeah, we do. And I explain to every single person that joins our team how that works. And the way that shows up is we have new hire orientation every Wednesday. And for the first hour and a half to two hours, I lead that orientation. Always start with introductions around the room. I get to know everyone individually joined the company about their family, where they're from, what their work history has been, what their likes and interests and where their passions lie. We go around the room and I tell people about that stuff about me and I learn about them and then I give the history of the company and I spend a lot of time talking about our, our culture and our values. And then I talk about how we share the profits of the company through this annual incentive plan and but in order to do that, we have to put safety first, then we have some safety-related incentives, and then we have some profitability-based incentives. And then we have a discussion about how we make money and fill in the, the, the bucket with water as some imagery I use. And it's like, yeah, our ability to turn the valve and let that water rain is how we plan our work. We're professional, we're organized, we have good housekeeping. And then as we fill that bucket up with water, our ability to keep that money or keep that water is by preventing holes in the bucket. We talk about the holes being rework, 
accidents and poor planning, poor communication, poor housekeeping, poor leadership, right? All these things are solvable. And, and if we solve them, you know, we can keep that bucket with very minimal holes or, and control that, that water flow. And at the end, it pays out. And we have a very, you know, driven incentive plan where so much money per dollar goes into that pool. It pays out to the entire company. And we talk about that and talk about how we're all part of a team to try and make this happen. And we're out here just to pe- collect a paycheck. Paychecks are fine. We're out of paycheck. They're, they're good for the mundane stuff, right? Like paying your bills and stuff like that. We want just keep buying money, right? And that's all. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Whether you want a lightning bolt or a flames on the side of your jet ski. <laughs> so we use that imagery, but it happens. We talk about how much we paid out last year, and then we talk about how much we're projecting to pay out this year. But we're, we can only do it as a team. And as far as everyone knows what to do and how to do it, we'll be successful because we don't want to be the biggest. We want to be best in class. And best in class is measured by our priorities of zero accidents and beating the industry average of net profitability. And you do that by being efficient and having the commitment to our our project delivery system is a big part of it too. What we call Elevate 20 is a system of how we plan the work and how we communicate in the field, how we have worker huddles, how we engage everyone, how we eliminate the roadblocks, which are the holes in the bucket in order to be profitable. And if we can keep up that profitability, we are just a healthier company. We pay out incentives. We can weather any financial or economic storms with slowdowns or anything like that. We're just better all the way around. Uh, those metaphors are great. And I lost count how many times you either shared a story or you said you just communicate. Lack of communication will kill a company faster than anything. And you really do communicate and it's intentional and you're doing it all the time. And it's everywhere. I mean, I see it. I see it in the effort that you make and inviting people to meetings that maybe others would be like, that doesn't make sense. Why are they in this meeting? Why are we sharing our gross and our net profit and not just talking about the specific job, but the overall health of the company and the impact? And I love that story about jet ski money. Like we don't want people to just be able to pay their bills and just get through life. We want them to enjoy life and have a life and give them opportunities to do that. I mean, it sounds to me like the culture at Petticoat Schmidt is very important and it's something you're very intentional about. We've talked a lot about vision. We've talked a lot about communication. Talk to me a little bit about more the culture side of things, how leadership works, the way we treat people not money related and not their personal plans, but just really what's it like to be a part of the team at Petticoat Schmidt on a regular basis? Well, it all starts on how people feel when they start their journey with Petticoat Schmidt. And that starts even in the hiring interviewing process. And when we hire someone, I don't care if you're an entry-level laborer or a vice president, every single person gets a business card they run with their name, their position, then we do a bunch of little stuff like that. People are blown away. Like some of these guys who work out in the field, they've never had a business card. They never even thought they would ever have one. But the, the get run, the day they show up, and then we'll give them some Petticoat Schmidt swag. And then spending the first hour and a half or two with the CEO and myself and really diving deep of, hey, who are you? What do you like? What are your passions? 
and knowing how we get them incorporated into our team and then talk about the things that we do to celebrate, you know, what we've accomplished and just cultural things. I mentioned these, what I call feedback sessions, where I'll bring breakfast or lunch to a, a group of guys in the field or, or a team in the office, or I do these multiple times a week, every week, and just really get their feedback. And I, I, that's been a valuable tool. And then I'll send note, handwritten note cards written, yeah, I, that I write and I mail to our employees' homes for either their, both their anniversaries and birthdays. So the family can see, like, hey, wow, that's pretty cool. You get a handwritten note from the CEO of the company. All these little touch points make a huge difference. And they keep being consistent because if, if I don't stay disciplined with these feedback lunches and, and, and breakfast, you can, next thing you know, you have two or three months and you haven't done one, but it takes that consistency. And but that's so valuable. People really feel valued when you're, and you want to hear from them. And I generally do. Because we've made some really big changes. I'll tell them, I'm like, when I'm at, doing a feedback session, I, I joke around, I'm like, hey, I'm going to feed you, but I expect feedback. And th- that feedback comes as uh, your honest, candid feelings about where we're doing good and where we should be doing better. I tell them, I said, hey, some of the stuff I'm completely unaware of, and if I find out about it, I can go right back to the office and we'll make a change right away. Some of the stuff might be, I'm just going to keep in the back of my mind. And as we make decisions in the future, I'm going to have this information to help me make better decisions. So people hear that and they're part of that process and it really makes a difference. I know that team is such an important word for you over there at Petty Coach Schmidt and you're actually doing it. I mean, just hearing these stories, but also having worked with you and your team for the last year, I've seen it. It's more than just a word for you. It's actually what I think it's like the lifeblood of Petticoat Schmidt. And it's not just words, it's actions. You don't feel like a number. So many construction companies, when they're growing, it's the people in the field are a set of hands and they're disposable and we don't worry about them as long as the work's getting done. But that's not you guys. Like you're really invested in their personal lives and in communicating with them and getting that feedback and being able to hear from them. In fact, I know that just at one of the the recent meetings, we were talking about what can we do to get better feedback from the field? What can we do to hear them more effectively and more often? And you don't hear that a lot. So for anybody that might be listening, that's thinking, hey, I need a shift, just know if you don't like talking at work and you don't like giving feedback and you don't like being a part of a team that's really interested in your personal goals, probably not the right company for you. Did I get that right, Ryan? I think he did. I think you nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, we've been working together for about a year now, and I would love to know, thinking back to before we met and what things were like at Petticoat Schmidt, and you've been working on implementing the CoreFit hiring system. We've been working together with your team development group, helping with recruiting and retention and a bunch of other things. What would you say has been the biggest changes that you've seen over the last year, knowing that you're running on this system now? Oh, wow. That's hard to narrow down to a few things. There's been a lot. What I think is so powerful about the, the core matter system is the, the focus on what we're trying to do in the blue collar industry. I've always said, man, as far as we're recruiting and hiring, it, it, we need a funnel with a wide and big 
top and a narrow bottom so we can bring the best people on the team. And prior to joining you and your team, gosh, it was just like, well, let's give them more resumes. But joining your team and your process, it's all there. It's built in. It's like, okay, how do we attract the people that we want? What are the things that we can put in place? How can we systematize it? How can we automate it? I, I'm, I'm blown away by the, the different automation strategies that are there to when you are getting in front of a candidate, they've been through a series of thumbing down, so to speak. So they are someone who's going to fit your your culture, which is so important to us because uh, we're, we're aligned culturally with our candidates. We're going to be way more successful than we would otherwise. So to, to learn about all these systems and the structure of what it takes to be successful for hiring and retaining people uh, in the blue-collar room has just completely been opened by my eyes with you and your team, right? I, I really got to tip my hat. And it's been a big difference for us because I feel they're very vocal about the quality or the lack of quality of the new hires. And so... When I go out and do these feedback sessions that I was just telling everyone about here, one of the answers that I get from my question, what are we doing better, is we're getting a lot better quality new hire than we used to. I get that a lot. And that's great to hear, and I can contribute it to what you guys are doing with our uh, team development team. Thank you for that. And I have to say it is definitely a team effort, though. We couldn't do all of this without your team's support and you being open-minded to a different way of thinking about this and approaching it different. And there's so much passion in the blue-collar space and in construction, both from leadership, but also from the employees and job seekers that when you can align that passion, it makes all of this so much easier. So Ryan, as you think about Petty Coach Schmidt over the next, I don't know, let's say five, 10 years. Where do you see the company going? Just big picture. Like, what do you see happening? Maybe changes in the industry. There's a lot of talk right now about robotics and AI as it relates to construction. Like, what do you see for the future of Petty Coach Schmidt? Yeah, so great question. We have a uh, very clear vision. We've got a 2030 plan, which basically describes exactly what we want to look like and how big or what we want to be at 2030. And, And to me, it's not just a dollar number. A lot of people measure that in, you know, how much business they want to be doing. And yeah, while we do have that number, to me, what's more significant is what we want to look like. And it starts as a people first company. I'm more excited about what we're going to do for our people between now and 2030. This training and development manager position, man, I'm, I think that's going to be a department versus where we are now just with a position. And how we can uniquely create development opportunities for people and improve the effectiveness of their growth plans. And and we do good with that. We're going to do better on our projects. We're going to be more profitable. And we're going to pour that in to our people, not only in the incentive payouts, but also in the training development. So as we get better, it's just going to get better and better. It's a flywheel. That's going to take us, I truly believe, to a unique part in the, the place in the industry. As far as technology goes, uh, we're completely uh, on board with technology. We're always uh, looking into new opportunities. We leverage a lot of GPS technology now. We're continuing to enhance that, whether it's automated machine control 
or tracking of our assets or survey and layout. So we, we uh, definitely uh, are interested also about AI. How can that impact what we do as a company? It's really interesting what some of the capabilities are out there. At the end of the day, we're going to move in dirt, laying pipe, pouring concrete. And it's going to take dedicated people to do that. But where we can leverage the AI kind of behind the scenes in the back office to be more efficient and effective to support those men and women in the field, what's what excites me. And uh, just kind of thinking big picture in my role as the, the visionary and the CEO is I've got a great leadership team that runs the day-to-day, and I can stay kind of out front thinking about that stuff and see where we can plug in some of this new technology. It's really exciting. Yeah, there's so much technology out there. But one thing I will have to say is I don't see any of this technology being able to replace the hardworking men and women that are in the field doing this work every single day. It'll be there to help support them, but it's going to be a long time before we start talking about replacing them. And so anything that keeps them healthier, safer, a little bit more productive, like that's great stuff. Yeah, I agree. Ryan, thank you so much for being here. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. We talk a lot and I've seen a lot of growth and changes over at Petty Coach Schmidt in the last little bit. And it was just great to get on here and hear from you talking about the company. I mean, really bragging about what you're doing over there at Petty Coach Mint. And you're a humble guy. So the fact that I was able to get you on here and brag about some of the stuff, I'm really excited with this opportunity. Thanks again. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity, Ryan. Really excited about the things that we're doing here. And the things that excite me are, are people focused. And your team has been a great support and a great addition to our team. I can't say enough about what you've done and really excited where we're going in the future. Awesome. Thanks so much, Ryan. My pleasure. Ryan England here. Thank you so much for listening to Titans of the Trades. If you're a Titan in the construction, manufacturing, or skilled trades industry and would like to be a guest on my show, please visit podcast.corematters.com. If you found value in this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and share it with a friend or post it on social. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Titans of the Trades. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, click the subscribe button. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and get me one step closer to solving the labor crisis facing the industry. Want to know more about how we're doing that? Go to our website or follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks for listening.